Konichi, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jamal Zakoro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we on the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where we bring in the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifus for laifu. Welcome to episode 97. 90. Oh, three more, baby. Three yeah. more, baby. Three more till our big centennial episode 100. Centennial. Well, also gotta we, figure you know, out we'll have more episodes than most people that give up. What do you mean? Oh. One hundred dedicated. We're never gonna quit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I lost my train of thought there for a second. God damn it! Yeah. I mean, it's also, only one p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, you're just, you're just, you're just dumb. It's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were saying? Uh, I don't know what I was saying. Uh, I was saying, yeah, we're never gonna quit. So look out for this uh fantastic content. Mm-hmm. Uh, for features to come, I know. And so I don't forget down the fucking line of the goddamn podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. D- search W A N N A B E A B O O on Facebook or Twitter. Find you can also listen to us on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Google Play, uh, Listen Notes. Wait, yes, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Podcast Addicts, and other places that do podcasts and mm-hmm. podcasts. And I guess if you're listening to this podcast in particular, you know that, you know, we've been having issues on some of the apps for podcasting because it has been uploading RSS RSS feed properly. But if you're here, then I guess you don't have that problem. Yeah, hopefully we did. We did a lot of switching around, so we're all good. If you're here listening to us, then hi, welcome back. You know, we're, we're not dead yet. You know, we're yes. still going. We're still kicking. And we're also and we're also sponsored by Anchor. More on them later. Uh, yes, uh, we'll probably do the ad read sometime during the middle of the shoot or the show. Yes, we'll make sure that we actually get it. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're professional podcasters now because we have a ad, we have a uh, fucking sponsor. There you go. That word. That yeah, I just said, but couldn't remember. <laughs> it's OK. Um, how are you, John? How was your week been? How's your, how uh, how does it feel like? Uh, how, how are you going being back in Alabama? Uh, it's hot as shit. Really? God damn it. In fucking December, and I don't like it. Well, hot as shit, meaning it's like, what, 60, 70 degrees outside? Oh, yeah. That's That sounds like a real bummer right now. Speaking for me, at f- fucking 20 degrees outside. I prefer that, because, like, you go outside, you... and you're in your coat, and you hold, your, you hold your jacket by its fucking, by its fucking zipper, and like, mmm, look at my... Mm, no, it's not. No, it's not. Winter, it's like this winter it's like wonderland. Walking, winter wonderland. It's more like walking. Like it's more like walking the surface of Hoth. It's fucking dreadful. Yeah, but you know, you get to feel cool in your coat instead of being up here. Like, oh, look at my white jacket. I get feel cool. I guess if you're considering yourself cooling yourself inside a fucking yeah uh, polyester lining, and hopefully you don't you know you don't fucking freeze to death because you still feel cold after 15 layers of coats. Because of Chicago, yeah, yeah, that sounds at certain, great. At certain point, Chicago has been colder than Canada. At certain points, Chicago has been colder than Chicago has been colder than fucking Alaska. And I think at a certain point, Chicago was colder than the fucking moon at one point. <laughs> and I was there for that. <laughs> I mean, but that's that's what you love about it, right? It's no uh, nice and cold. <laughs> Not at all. That's part of the one thing I dread about Chicago weather. It's the cold and the snow. Any other Chicago would probably tell you that. That's still here at the. No, morning. that's the best part. What are you talking about? Fifteen inches it. of snow oh and like. Oh my god. And, and and the fresh freezing hell of fucking yeah. Jack Frost balls all over my face. Yeah, you love those. You love those uh, frosty tips. 
Yeah, oh, you, you, you fucking right. I like just, I like sucking in his fucking frosty tips and getting chat blips out of that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, it sounds good like you're having. It sounds like you're having a good time. Aren't you? Aren't you on vacation now for school? Or yeah, fucking thank God, finals <laughs> over. God, that kicked my ass. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. But well, we're okay now. We're we're fucking shouting into the fucking abyss right now. So yeah, you're we'll right. We'll see what happens. We'll you're see. We'll right. see if we get the benevolent tentacle or or the uh, or the uh, the the you know the slap of the century. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know we'll, what I'm saying anymore. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so looking at the calendar right now too, I figured it turns out so that Sentinel episode, the episode 100, it's mm-hmm. gonna be it's gonna be like the last one. It's gonna be that one, the last episode of the year. So <gasps> the way the way the schedule works out, um, it'll essentially be uploaded on the last Monday of the year. So I don't know. That that, that seems pretty cool. If you That's ask Kawhi me, does. you know, we're we're gonna kick we're gonna kick off the new mil, uh the new decade. Uh, with the with with our 101st episode, but like our last our, our the 100th episode is gonna be on the last last uh last day before the new decade. So we get we get to do, do something fun for that. I we should uh we should do a PS4 stream. Can we do that together? Can we? I don't fucking know. I have like, no idea how to stream. I know I know how to stream, but like I don't know how that's gonna work out with two separate people in two different states. Oh no no, I know how to I know how to work. Yeah, I, sh- I know. I, I know how it'll work. I'll I'll stream from I'll stream from my from my PS4 since it's already hooked up to the Twitch account. But then you be on the party at the same time, right? And then you and just then you have can... to record audio. No, yeah. Well, the the stream itself will record both my audio and your audio, and oh, then sure. you can also you can also watch a stream so you can judge me and probably like I don't know, give me some shit while whatever I'm playing, right? Or I don't know. We might we maybe we can stream something else. I don't know. Uh, depends. But you got oh, one. Yeah. All I I, need, I would need to get Monster Hunter World if we were gonna play that. Oh yeah, you know what? Maybe we can do that. Maybe maybe we can do like a like a live stream. Although I don't know how's gonna work out in podcasts and as a podcast, you know what I mean? I mean, that's a lot. Of, that's gonna be a that lot could of. Could be a WATV thing. That could be yeah. So, but as far as a podcast, what are we doing for one hundredth episode for a podcast? Uh, hundred hour stream. <laughs> God. Damn, we already conbummed the one time, and that was fucking dreadful. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't we know. We'll figure to, it out. Uh, record that though. We should record that. Oh, right, the, we didn't do combo. much. We didn't do much at all. And plus, I I think we would have been at a certain point. I would have been like, ah, is it worth it? <laughs> this is all we're here for. Is, to suffer. Are, why are we? Why are we still here? It's Just like to suffer. They look in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fifteen hours in to the fucking kind of bummer like on the ground. Like speaking of uh speaking of Alex Jones, just real quick before we get into the real topic of the day. Ooh, Alex Jones. I didn't, yeah, I didn't Alex think we're Jones, getting political so. today. <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, I guess it's kinda of political. So he was right. About Wait, hold on. So, hold on. Remember, wait, wait, wait. What wait, what'd you say? He's right. He was right. About what? He was right. So Okay. Right, get, hold hold on to your fucking hats, boys. And girls and girl, not 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 boys and girls, boy and girl. There's probably pretty sure there's only like one girl listening to this. Hey, uh, what's up? I'm single. Yep. <laughs> um. So remember when I don't know if you remember he was talking about like interdimensional vampire pedophiles. What? 
Was that the, was, is that the same discussion during? Was this the same? Was that the same broadcast when he was talking about the gay frogs? Or is that a different one? I look. It could have been. I don't know. It's just like a whole ball of bullshit. But okay. he was right about the interdimensional vampire pedophiles I'm that are not ru- that are like that are ruling the government and stuff. Or I'm not like, following. So, if you take out all the bullshit, there are pedophiles ruling. You know, our the world essentially because Epstein died because of it. Right, the whole Epstein didn't kill himself meme. Right, right, right. And right. the whole thing in general. Right. right. So he was right. It's just not the interdimensional vampire. I mean, they might be individual vampires. Who knows? But they're still pedophiles. Right. The, the fact of the matter is that they're still pedophiles. So he was like like 10% right. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> see, 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 see. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's maybe. not 0%. So yeah, it's not. he's not completely wrong. Maybe if you just remove all the bullshit from his arguments, like maybe he's like, oh, wait, wait, I, he's like he's he's trying to give us a message, but he can't be oh, oh, uh, like oh, overt about it. Yeah, what if it's code? Like, what if it's like bullshit code that you have to decipher? Right. Oh right, my right, god! Right. Like when he's talking about the frogs, gay. He's like, it's not about the frogs; it's about the chemicals in the water. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's time for us to have Alex Jones on the show. Right. <laughs> Alex Jones, what do you think about it? What do you think about anime? I think it's a cons- I think it's a conspiracy uh, made by China to to control it to control the yeah, the minds of the youth. <laughs> they're they're blasting energy rays into your mind to, to to you know it just fucking goes off in his fucking rant. I'm like, all right, this is this is the man right here. <laughs> okay, we just add, we just added another person to the list to get on the show. Right. We need to get Alex Jones on the show along with Elon Musk and fucking Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. One hundred percent. There we go. That's our, that that that's our that's our trinity right there. Our trio. We need to we need to get one of those three or all of those three at some point on the show. That's a goal, guys. Come on. If you guys have if you guys have a higher Twitter following than us, then you probably you, you probably do. Try to get Alex Jones and Elon Musk and Samuel L. Jackson on the show. We want to talk about hentai with them. Yeah. Oh, oh I, dude. <laughs> like so. It'd be fun to talk about hentai with 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 Samuel Jackson and Elon Musk. Don't get me wrong, but like I do want to know Alex Jones' take on hentai, <laughs> or at least if he doesn't know about it, I want to I want to I want to teach him. You you want to be the one to educate Alex Jones yes. on the beauty of hentai? Yes, and since oh he's my. a Trump supporter, I'll show him uh the that one hentai that we found grabbing by the pussy. Oh yeah, there we go. Grabbing by the pussy. Ugh. This is some sort of campaign be amazing oh wait i did i did find something out about that the whole grabbing by the pussy hentai thing what uh so it turns out that whole that dvd itself it's a it's a collection of different hentai just of of the whole theme of grabbing by the pussy that's like that's the whole thing so it's like it's 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 an anthology essentially it's an anthology of different hentai that's that portrays overly aggressive males um during the the action, uh yeah. So it's not specifically a hen- it's not specifically a hentai called "Grabbing by the Pussy." It's like it's it's like a. I mean, I have never owned porn DVDs. It's kind of like how it is normally with like like with with right, like right, right, porno. Right. It's a collect right. It's a, just a collection of different things. It's a showcase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a showcase with underneath a certain theme. So that's what this is. Grabbing by the pussy. I feel like maybe I feel like we should get a we should get a physical copy of this. Maybe I should. I'll probably get a physical copy of maybe, it so that we yeah, can right. showcase it during our next live show. You know, maybe give we'll it away. Just, yeah, we'll just we'll just stream it on Twitch. 
Oh, no, I'm talking, no, I'm talking about when we do a live show. Like, oh. when we do our live shows and, like, oh, yeah. fucking hey. cons and have hey, it on Anchor, display. Would you, uh, <laughs> Anchor, would you sponsor us if we streamed hentai? <laughs> Probably not. We already talked about hentai in the show, regardless. Well, we talk about it, but, you know, we just play the audio. Oh, that's true. This is true. Um, well, make sure it's the English dub. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We get, we, get, we have to do it right. We have to do it justice. God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Like, English dubs are so stupid. Uh, but you know what's not stupid, Jerome? Well, what? for one thing, your carbon monoxide detector is low. Yeah, battery. so you're going to be hearing that because uh, we haven't replaced the batteries on our... Uh, uh, what you call it? Um, carbon monoxide. Carbon detector. monoxide detectors, and so they're they're fucking having a fit. So if you hear a little beep, don't worry, there's no bomb. Yeah. Yet. It's not, and it's not yours either. It's Jeron's. Right. Because you may be thinking, because I thought that was mine. We're like, hold on, is mine? Because I have one in my room. It's loud as fuck, but you know, it's like that. It's a distinctive beep that you know. It's a fucking carbon monoxide detector. And I'm like, yeah. shut up. You know, it's that whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty frequent too. So you're gonna yeah. hate me. But it's okay, cause I uh oh there it is again. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, getting getting to the media topic today. Um, I want to talk about my experience with Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and its magnificence for the for the for both the good and the bad of that of that uh-huh. game. So, um, I guess I'll be spoiling it in this case. Since it's been like it's been about a no, it's been about a month or so. I don't know, almost a month since the game came out. Everyone's yeah. already kind of played through it. Everyone's already posted videos and shit about it. So I mean, what's to know? Star Wars, Vader, a lot. There's a lot to fucking. There's a lot to know, Jaron, about this game. For one thing, it's good. It's a. It's it's probably the first good uh, Star Wars game since uh, the last Force Unleashed. Yeah. So. So I know. Okay, so uh, this is gonna have the. Now to reiterate, it's not as cool as Force Unleashed. I mean, it's let's, yeah. Let's, let's make that. Let's make that it's apparent. Not as, no, it's not as flashy as Force Unleashed. I'm no, gonna go no, with no, that. No, specifically, not as cool. No, specifically for me, it's not as flashy. Just because. No, see, it's not. Drawn cool. as a as a as a real Star Wars fan, I think Look, I have the say in when it, when it comes to my objectified mm-hmm. opinion. Well, as someone that doesn't fan about. Uh, War Stars. If I saw Jedi Fallen Order, played through that, and then played through Force Unleashed, I'm like, this shit's fucking rad. Why can't Why can't everybody do the Force this way, shooting electric balls? I want to shoot balls of lightning. Fuck this! Oh, I push you off the ledge. Oh, ha ha! Hee hee! Look at me. Hey, hey! That's how the midichlorians work. Okay. That's so. how the midichlorians. My chlorians. Yes. Uh, okay, no, but going going back to re, to, re, to uh, I can't speak right now to reiterate about my experience with Jedi Fallen Order. It, this definitely has been the long time running. You know, I was also a victim of the first Battlefront that EA pulled out. Um, I I mean, it's one of those like you know I was kind of curious and like maybe maybe it'll turn out okay. I mean. It was okay for like the first maybe two hours, and then I got bored, and then I I just stopped playing it because mm-hmm. it was nothing but a giant cash grab of the fucking franchise. Um, so that was that, and then Battlefront Two, I was nowhere nowhere near gonna touch that, touch that bullshit. 
especially mm-hmm. with the whole global investigation on loot boxes after <laughs> was a thing after that fucking game came out or after that game was in uh, put in a lot of heat because of his promo about well, those mean, loot boxes. You know, they kind of had to uh I mean, loot boxes were getting goofy, let's be honest. No, oh, yeah. And Battlefront 2 was the one that like made everyone around the world to question question loot boxes as a fucking uh, ga- uh, gambling tool, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. So that kind of says something about at least the the, pra- the practices mm-hmm. of EA and their fucking uh, license, their, their, their fucking use of the license of Star Wars. So I was getting concerned. And then the whole thing with like them uh, getting rid of uh, Studio, Studio Visceral, was it? And their Star Wars project game, and then way back when, when thirteen thirteen was announced, and then it was never, it was shut down after a while as well. That would be yeah. an awesome game. So it's been a long time running for a good single single player story driven uh, Star Wars game, and you know, despite also, I don't know if you, heard, I don't know if you heard about it too, John, but like despite um, one of the uh, what is it, one of the head executives of like EA. He made a statement like saying that, oh, no one actually likes to play story-driven single-player story games anymore. At least not, right. you know, they're not as popular as they used to, as they were five, ten years ago. You know, right. but then because you know people, <laughs> you know, he's definitely ever played video games. Yeah, exactly. Sounds but with like the, it. But with the release of Jedi Fallen Order and having that being what is it, the most their top-selling Star Wars game, uh, at launch, and there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other data as well. Let us tell his numbers and stuff. It, I think I think people actually do like you know story driven single player uh, story games. You know, I just a I mean, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You fucking <laughs> right. But get, getting out of the politics of it, my time with fucking Fallen Order, it was frustrating because, it's, and it, but in a good kind bad. of frustrating. Yes, I'm I'm a I'm a bad. What what do you even call this kind of game? Like challenging? Soldier. Is it soul? Is it souls like? Mm-hmm. Well, no, nah, I guess I can't. You can't call everything souls like. It's yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. You know, there, there's no, there's not a stamina meter. No, I mean the only it's stamina more like an you action have... game, I guess. Is it? But I there's mean, dodge. The the dodging mechanic is similar. So and there's also like there's there's a there's a bit of a there is a skill skill wall to a certain point right, depending on your difficulty. Tree, right, right, right. No, so like it's a more wall. of an action game. Skill, right, skill wall. Right. Yeah. So is it more like an action game? Like compared, like compared to something else besides the Souls game? If you uh, It's like a grounded... Like if you took Spider-Man. Most okay. recently, oh, by the way, I bought Spider-Man. Uh, and I played through that, so I can talk about that later. Uh, uh, what am I saying? Um, 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 um. Comparing yeah, so if comparing you took it? Spider-Man, you you have the skill tree, right? Skill wall, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. And you had the combat of like a regular hack and slash, because you can just attack forever, can't you? What for Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, because there's no stamina bar. Yeah, essentially you can attack forever to so, uh, certain certain attacks. If you want right. to use force attacks, that uses the force. Right, meter. force attacks. You have your you have your <laughs> uh, you have your resource management there. So it's not really souls like in that regard, because stam essentially the stamina bar makes it, but you have the dodging. So I'd say it's like Dante May Cry with like a uh, minus the combos and adding a uh, skill tree. Wait, did you say Dante May Cry or Devil May Cry? 
Did I say Dante McCry? You did say that. Devil (laughs) McCry. Okay. Well, yeah, because... I mean, action game. Action adventure game, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it gets to be, because... You know, I, I, cause the way I guess the reason why some people call it the Souls like just because of its difficulty. I mean, technically it's not hard. You just have to be good. Well, I you mean know? that's you know get no. good. You know. Yeah, exactly. Get good. I mean, my first three to four hours is trying to kill a fucking toad, and you know, that didn't that didn't that didn't happen until Jaron went home. So it took me a while to get that they get that fucking done. Cause there's a, there's a whole parrying system as well. And all mm-hmm. that, and I try. I I eventually made use of that. That became my more my that became more of my thing than dodging, just because I was well, I suck at dodging. Right. Well, when to be to... honest, the the pairing mechanic makes it more on the side of the action adventure because that's usually what they lean towards. Either it's that perfectly timed dodge to slow everything down or get some advantage, or mm-hmm. it's parry at the particular moment to get that advantage. Yeah. So uh, that's so that kind of like that force dodge or that. That pairing, perfect parry, just gonna right. bring it towards that action adventure title. So that's fair. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Um, but so far, yeah, when I was playing uh, Fallen Order, it really made me feel like a Jedi. Like you know, this, you really this, feel like a yeah, Jedi. Yeah, I really feel like a Jedi. Like I had, I I felt proud of myself when I got to certain parts. Like. Like it, it really definitely, it definitely tested my skill at a certain point when it came to like my knowledge of the mechanics and how to use those fucking mechanics to, um, to overtake a certain enemy type. Um, like for example, one there's one there's one part of the game, I was essentially captured by a bunch of bounty hunters and then I had to make my way through this fucking, uh, maze m- maze of a fucking construction site, and it turned out it was a giant like gladiator pit fight. And every known like large creature, like large animal, I had to fight normally when I was out in the world. I had to fight two at a time at the same time in that fucking gladiator pit. And that fucking that definitely tried, that tested my skill too because for one thing, there was one enemy type I avoided the entire time fighting, mm-hmm. and it fuck and for the most part it kicked my ass. But I was able to adapt and be able to use whatever I had in terms of my. Uh, abilities as well as my knowledge of how Damn to fight certain things. Overcame. Exactly, I I bear grilled that shit. I mean, granted, I died once, but that was I only needed I only needed one death because I was it was I think how did I die? You know, I think it might have been a stupid death. I just wasn't watching my my back. That was probably a I think there was a guy behind me or something. But it took me one Watch death. My six, and I overtook the fucking gladiator pit. And I was just stressed the entire time because I didn't I didn't know what was gonna happen. I don't know I didn't know how many big big motherfuckers he was gonna pull out. Like he pulled out the fucking toad dude and then a giant spider on me at the same time, along with little fireflies. And then he pulled out one of those the big sloth looking arm dudes with a <clears throat> with a bunch of little little fuckers that move very fast. It was mm-hmm. it was very stressful. Um, what else what else can I say? Um. It's very the exploration of Fallen Order is very Metroid-like, mm-hmm. just because like the way the maps are set up is you know it's it's not technically open world but like <clears throat> every right, planet you got, has you got a, different paths and stuff. Yeah, every planet has a has a vast has a vast um, map structure that is com- that that is uh, levels deep. Like you get like four different levels in terms of like height. Um, <clears throat> Altitude and what parts of the what parts of the planet that you have explored yet, like probably one 
I get lost in one planet because I forgot how to like get out. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. one of the planets has like two temples, which is really cool. Um, but like there's different ways to enter through the two different temples, and I got lost. And not only was like the you know the, each world had like different levels of like um, you know map layout, the temples of themselves also had like level separate levels of of map layout as well on their own. So it was really expansive, and exploration really was definitely recommended especially you know if you want to get all the all the good loot uh all the good kind of chess and loot stuff mm-hmm. you know get a nice skin for your mantis you never really look at 85 percent of the time or get a poncho because fucking jedis wear ponchos all the time that's probably the one thing i have a complaint about <laughs> yeah i hate that they look at oh look at all these things like there was no reason to explore really no like, there oh wasn't yeah you a... get it you get a cosmetic wow yeah I mean, would I rather I rather have that than have it be a fucking uh, you know a pay option? To be honest, like what are you talking it, about? I mean, like I'd rather it be a pay option if I got stuff that I can actually use. Well, that's a thing though. You can't. I mean, no... like, when I say use, I mean like they give me a stat. Yeah, yeah, that's but... a thing though. It's all. And that's it's mostly about it. It hark, it harks back to the to like what uh to exploring. You'll get some cool cool shit that makes you look cool. That's it. Yeah, but like, no, there's not. That's not harkening back. When you explore, you find cool shit to use, and you can beat on your fucking enemies with it. Okay, well, probably there's probably one thing then that really made a difference. That was probably the only thing that that made exploring, um, worth it for me, which was the double bladed lightsaber. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that probably the only you, thing. I, I'm pretty sure you it. had to. You would have gotten that anyway, like no, no. because it's. Well, the only the only time you would have you would have ever gotten the double bladed lightsaber, going the story you route. Dual blades, right? Yeah, dual blades. No, no. Yeah, double bladed, double bladed, dual blades is the. Well, oh yeah, well here, okay, because. So the whole so technically, if you went by the story route and didn't do any kind of like heavy exploring. You would have st- you would have stuck with your single blade lightsaber for a while up until you went to the planet Ilum, which where you had to repair your lightsaber and get a new crystal, and that's actually where you get the different color crystals. I found out, <laughs> going the story route, and then when you get your crystal, you actually build a new lightsaber with the new with the hilt that uh, uh, Sierra gave you, so you combined her hilt and your hilt together, so you get, you get the dual wield the dual bladed lightsaber as well as a double blade. I'll dual right. dual wield because they can split that thing in half too. So that's probably the only the only time you'll ever you were, you would have ever gotten the the double blade and dual wield at the same time, or double blade or the dual wield right. or the, the double blade story wise. So me, you get it. You explore one thing and you get one cool thing. Everything else is cosmetic. Yeah, pretty much. Plain. I mean, is it is there is there anything else? Oh, actually, no. There is so. There, there is some no. There is one more thing that is that that does benefit exploring. What? Um, force echoes. Certain force echoes give you stat boosts. If you get collect three, three of a certain kind, you get increased health, and then the other, okay, the other one is increased, uh, increased force. Fair enough. So those are the only, so in terms of explore, exploration, you get the double, uh, the the double blade, no, the dual, double bladed lightsaber, and you get a health boost and a force boost if you explore. So that benefited, that's the benefit of exploring. You get those three. And, I mean, if you're like me and you wanted to explore one of the harder planets in the get-go, <laughs> you'll get the double-bladed lightsaber from the get-go. 
because like Jerron had previously told me constantly, don't be a bitch. When I was presented the option of going to a story planet that may be easier for me versus a planet called Dathomir that could possibly be the death of me if I get there, mm-hmm. what's my option? I literally had you in my head drawn, like, don't be a bitch. I'm like, ah, fine, I'll go to Dathomir and get my ass kicked by this giant rat sloth looking thing. But it paid off because when I, the more I explored the planet, I found more of Darth Maul's people, you know, the Night Brothers mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right, by the right, way, right. Uh, Night Sister Marin, prime waifu material. I have to say. Oh well, yeah, get... yeah. She, I, I, I watched a playthrough of uh, of uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Soul, uh, Force Unleashed. It was not Force Unleashed, Fall, Fall in Order. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's she's pretty she's pretty waifu. Yeah, I would fuck a night sister. So. That's me. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, exploring, killing all of uh, Darth Maul's brothers and all that stuff, I found a bench where, you know, like, oh, maybe it's an upgrade for, for, for BD-1. But then as I was getting into the cinematics to the um, to the cutscene, it started. Ma- I started upgrading my lightsaber, and all of a sudden, boom, I got two blades in my single hilt. So I essentially repaired my lightsaber back to its double, double-bladed glory. Right. And that was probably when I, I felt accomplished when it came to exploring like a uh, a place that's that's definitely not suited for my set my level skill but it was worth mm-hmm. it in the end so I got good and I got myself a double blade lightsaber are you happy Jeron are you finally I happy? just I just yes I'm just I just wish there was more to like <clears throat> like yes the echoes were great and they gave you stats yes 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 of course but like there should have been more well, I mean, to pay, to be fair, yeah, I, I wish there would have been more, but I for 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 this, because I think I what I what I think that Fallen Order is, it's pretty much like a first generation of like more single player story driven games to come from Star Wars. I can only hope that was the case, especially with the success of its release. So, because mm-hmm. if you were to, if you if you were to try to compare this to any other Star Wars game of the same class, nothing else ex- nothing else has existed in the last ten years. Roughly, yeah, in the last decade. So, <clears throat> I can only hope that this can bring more, and then, like you said, maybe future games will have more, you know, will have more, well, future games will have more kind of explorable uh, stat boosts, or just, you know, ga- more games like, like this that'll provide more when, you know, when exploring different parts of uh, the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what I would love to come out of Fallen Order would be... Uh, another thirteen thirteen re-release, you know, have that or ha- you know, <clears throat> or something like that, you know, have like have something more like a like bounty like a bounty like a bounty hunter themed or even like um, what was that fucking game called? Like Rogue uh Rogue One or uh, was it uh Star Wars? Rogue, Wait, which one? Rogue Squadron. It was it Rogue Squadron. Rogue it was a <clears throat> no no no. Rogue Squadron is a the spaceship game. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on, sixty-four game and sixty-four games. Um, oh, shadows, shadows of the Empire. Like shadows of the Empire was like was essentially, uh, you know, one of the older like, um, uh, one of the older fucking single story, oh, uh, single single player story driven kind of games where you know you went to different places to, 
uh, you're just like some lone bon- was it a bounty hunter? Yeah, I think you're like some lone bounty hunter just doing random shit in the universe or in the uh-huh. galaxy. And but it was pretty much like similar to how uh, you know Fallen Order is. You you got you. You're exploring different different parts of the galaxy. Except in this case, you have a gun because you're you're no Jedi. You're a bounty hunter or some right. sort of smuggler of some kind. So. Right. Like, I would love to see, like, maybe even a re- Like, if I were to get a remake of, like, Shadows of the Empire, like, even that would be something cool to, like, relive, you know? Especially f- for only having a nostalgia factor, but also kind of, like, bringing back games like that into mm-hmm. this generation of games, you know? Because at a certain point, I'm kind of tired of the whole live service game. The only kind of game I would probably still play for for live service is probably Destiny, only because I've, so- I've fully invested in the-, in the lore now and... In terms of my time and effort, it's I'm fully invested in that, and well, even I mean, something like Monster Hunter games, as well. Well, yeah, like live service games can be good, but like this whole notion that no one wants uh fucking um single player games is asinine. Like, yeah, that's they're still probably the all right. So on a on a maybe on a like global basis, yes, people play more MMOs and stuff like that. That's where the majority of the money is because you know people keep paying into it. I get right. that. It's but a subscription like, service, right? I get that, but like, like fucking with the example of Jedi Fallen Order, it's still a huge following. Look at fucking Dark Souls. That's still a huge following. It, yes, it's technically online, technically. But like it's still fucking po- hugely populated, popular. Yeah, wow, I'm fucking yeah. <laughs> um, or if we go to the indie scene, let's see. One of the most popular indie games in recent times would be Hollow Knight, which is mm. which is a Metroidvania. People absolutely fell in love with that game. So if you if you ever get a chance to play it, do get a chance. Fucking play that shit. It's absolutely good stuff. Uh, uh, but fucking like I don't know, like get off your shit. It's good shit. <laughs> no, fucking yeah, it really the, is. Yeah, I'm I'm losing my train of thought because I don't I don't know. I haven't all I had today was a slice of pizza. Oh okay. I mean I haven't eaten it either, so I guess I'm also off the off the recording vibe. <laughs> but yeah, my my whole my whole thing with Fallen Order is that you know it's still it's still not a, it's. Not a perfect game, obviously. The wind box issues was a thing for the first fifteen hours or so. I love it. So, so this damn game, like, oh, go, go, yeah, this is it's pretty polished. Yeah, some some things are maybe a little bit a little 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 wiggly woggly, but it's not bad. You know, we're in a, we're you know things look nice. You know that that opening planet that you were on, whatever it was with the the oh, Braca. The, Braca, yeah. And then you get on the ship and you're still like flapping on the like, wait a minute, what what <laughs> wait a minute. Um how uh, alright. I fucking guess. Yeah. And, and, and then it, it didn't took... go away until the game crashed. Yeah, pretty much. Like once the game crashed, I was like, Oh, okay. I once I restarted, the wooden box issues was fixed. So yeah. But and what else is there? Um some and oh no, I think the only kind of other glitch I I felt or I ran into was just some surface detail, like surface details. I think, mm-hmm. um, like sometimes I glitch through the floor at some point. At some points, ooh, you fell into <laughs> the ether. Yeah, I did, and I kept and one there there was one time where I went I went up like a giant elevator. The whole the whole world didn't fucking load. 
So I thought if I stepped out, maybe a load, and I just fell to the fucking void for like a good two minutes until I finally died. Good. So, and what I else mean... is there? Oh, there's also a, what is it? What is it called, Drone, where like enemies have like a certain rate, a certain like patrol zone, and they'll, they'll go back if you go past the patrol, the patrol zone? What is what, it called? What? Like, uh... Like if you if you get an enemy right, and then if you if you walk outside a certain circle, oh, they're, they're 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 um they're they're uh aggro aggro range I think aggro range no. yeah so that's there so certain so when it came to like certain enemies like there there one of the cool things I I liked about it at, at late game for uh, Fallen Order was uh, during the late game if you're if you went back to certain plans and, and explore a little bit certain parts of the map would have like bounty hunters that would jump you. Right, so it'd be a bounty hunter plus a bounty droid, and that would be fucking stressful and intense. But it was cool. It was really cool because you know there was a bounty on your head, cool. obviously. So, but at a certain point, if I were like you know if I'm like dodging around, and after a certain point when I reach, I guess a certain aggro zone, they would stop, yell at me like, like you won't get away, man, and then I'll stop, and then I'll turn around, and then just go back to the reset. I'm like, oh. So I guess this is where the uh, the border is. So I just kind of bait him out, and I kind of just mm. hack him in the in the back as they were. Well, there was a, there was that about. one time where you, where you were fighting two. Uh, I guess they were bounty hunters. It was earlier in the game, <clears throat> and they there was a certain door they just refused to go through. So you just pulled one through, and they just oh, fucking yeah. freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> and try to go back inside the door, and like, nope, you right. can't. Like it won't even attack, and it was trying to reset itself, but it wouldn't because the door was closed. So. I guess certain stuff like that, you know, certain details like that, is a little bit more apparent. Yeah, but I mean, um, no game's perfect these days. I mean, no, there has—I right. don't think there has been a perfectly like non-glitchy game. Yeah, that's true. But it added to its charm. Like for the most part, I was—it wasn't like I was having. It's not like I was like criticizing. I was more like, oh, this is convenient for me. I'll just fucking hack this fucking bounty hunter until he's dead, and it'll get me my fucking scan. Right. And that's true. I don't. This is not much of a con, but I like how I I like how a lot of these purge troopers, like the purge troopers, are pretty much these kind of decked out stormtroopers that are specialized to fight Jedi. I like right. how a lot of these purge troopers would always be standing next to a ledge because I would just force push them and I'd get my fucking kill. It was it was brilliant. <laughs> like, see, for me oh. as a as a Jedi, I would use my force abilities to the to the to my advantage. Most of the time, because uh-huh. I'm a Jedi, I use my midichlorians to fucking manipulate my my surroundings. That's my thing. So whenever it's not I would canon s- anymore. What do you mean it's not canon? It's in, in the, it's in the first episode. Qui Gon Jinn was the one who mentioned midichlorians, and then they never mentioned them again. No, but it's still technically canon. Technically, nope. Qui Gon nope. Qui Gon said it, so it's so it means it's canon. No. Nope. Hey, if God said it, then it's, it's if okay. If God said it, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're right. But overall, I had a lot of fun with this. The story was, I mean, it's linear. It, it really, it was really interesting. Oh, there was a there was a point where I did I did like the uh, I did like reliving Order sixty six. That was really it was an emotional for me. It was definitely emotional for a lot of people, but it was definitely kind of like eye opening for me because I got mm-hmm. to relive the moment when Order sixty six went you know went live. And me as a young Padawan had to like crawl through the fucking ship and having to see my master die and all that shit. I was like, God damn! Like this this guy went through five years of, five years of hiding after all that. So really kind of uh, felt that kind of like emotion from from that moment. 
And he also mm. got to fig- he also got to find out where he found where he uh, learned one of his force abilities. Like he was he was in a panic mode, and he learned one of his force abilities through sheer fear. Which so, one? Uh, slow. Oh, like that's slow down. The, the, right, right. Because he's the only one. He's one of the few Jedi like, or force users in general that can do that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I I feel like slow is a is a Sith thing. Because I don't see a lot of... No, they're you know, lightning. No. Mm-mm. Everything that the Sith do is lightning. Everything no, but, that the Jedi do is, I'm going to push and pull you. No, well, but Kylo Ren does slow. Oh, well, Kylo Ren's a little bitch. That's why. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Real Living Order 66 was really really, really cool. Um, Kind of felt like, you know... Cause... Yeah, I love watching children die. It's my favorite. <laughs> Master Skywalker, we're surrounded. What are we going to do? <laughs> You know all that shit. <laughs> um, what else is there? Uh, oh yeah. So at a certain point, I never thought about the my moral decision of my of the entire story. Like my, because my whole mm-hmm. mission in Fallen Order is to find this holocron that contains the location of all the of all force force uh force sensitive children in the galaxy, right? Right. So that was the main goal. Like, all right, so we got to get that, make sure the Empire doesn't get that, because the Empire is also hunting it at the same time as we are. But mm-hmm. then I thought, but then during, you know, during one of the, like, the later, later, latter parts of the game, Mar- uh, Sister Marin, she was like, do you think we should even find this? Like, should we should we be looking for this in the first place? And I'm like, wait, hold on. What have I been doing this entire time? We're trying to say, we're trying to, Rebuild Jedi Order, right? Say and then save four sensitive children from being, you know, taken from the Empire and stuff like that. But at the All same right. time, Marin made an excellent point because she was like, "If you take these fam- these ch- these children away from the families and train them as Jedi, wouldn't they also be hunted by the Empire just like us?" And I'm like, "Hold on, she's got a and point." True. There's and some true. there's a moral gray line to this. Or like, if we were to find the Holocron and you know find the, ch- the children ourselves wouldn't we be outing ourselves to the empire at that point so there was this whole moral dilemma and i mean it eventually did become uh <clears throat> become apparent to us because that we w- you know when we when we got to the to final temple to get the holocron there was a whole jedi vision thing where like right. we predict where it predicted the future like you know oh we finally get the children but then empires are hunting us down and They'd fucking kill all the fucking Padawans. They go Anakin style and just kill everybody. Right. And then at a certain point, um, during the vision, I was wearing me the Cal. I ended up. I I was wearing Inquisitor gear, have uh, towards the end of that vision. And then Ooh. I also had a red lightsaber too. So like this vision was like, if I were to go through, and if I were to go through and take the holocron with us and find these children, I could end up killing more potential Jedi. As well as becoming an inquisitor myself, it was really cool. That's probably the only time. I think it's worth it because the Sith are cool. (laughs) That's probably the only time we ever, I ever got a uh, red lightsaber throughout the entire game (coughs) during that vision. So, um, but the moral, the the moral of the story was that you know, in the end, um, we ended up just destroying the holocron because. The whole point of it is not. The whole point of it was to get to keep uh, the the Empire's hands off of the Holocron, right? Right, right, right. And so, in that regard, if we destroyed it too, nobody would have access to the location of these children. Not even us, you know, those who want to stop the Empire, because you know, the whole vision was like, if we do this, they're just gonna come after us anyway, 
and it'll mm. just be the bad ending in this case. So it's like is what Cal Kestis said. <clears throat> he said that the 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 destin- was it the future of these children should be decided by the force. Yeah. So destroy That's the holocron. Cool. Destroy the holocron, and we're off to our next adventure. So overall. I mean, I don't know. What do you do, like, once you do that? It's like, I don't, well, I mean, now I that we've done that, what do we, well, I, I think that's what do it, we though. do now? I think that's it, though. I I think the fact that it's not necessarily, like, a replayable game, in a way, uh-huh. like, like how most, you know, single-player story, story games are. It's not, I'm not going to go back to it, or, you know, immediately. I mean, to be honest, I might go back to it to play the Jedi Grandmaster mode <laughs> and see how much I fare. That actually, that might be my next streaming thing. I'll play that. I'll play it again, but as a Jedi Grand Ma- in the Jedi Grandmaster difficulty. Mm-hmm. See how good I really am. But no, I, I, I think the game itself it did it, it did its job when it came to what it was trying to do, and I don't think it really needs anything else more besides more games to come after it. You know. Right. I mean, you're. You, I mean, you're right. But I feel like they might do a story tie-in. What do you mean? Like uh. Um, then again, it can't because it's like what? How many years after uh? Or sixty six, five years. I mean, because yeah. how? No, between the tr- the new trilogy and <clears throat> that. Oh. So. Oh shit! No, you got a whole. That's a whole generation right there. No, uh, because Fallen Order takes place five years after Episode Three. Right. So if you wanted to do a story tie-in with the new with the with the new trilogy with Episode Nine, Cal Kestis would be old as fuck. Because there's a. There's a 20-year difference between episode 3 and 4. And then mm, from okay. 4 from four to 6, I think that's either 2 years or something. Because then from 6 to... Because from 6 to 7, it's 30 years. So you already get like 50 years or so added on top of Cal Kestis in terms of his age. So, and then by the time... Episode nine rolls around. I think it's probably a year or so. So mm-hmm. we're talking about if Cal Kestis is in his, uh, I don't know. Let's say he was in his, uh, he was eighteen when Fallen right. Order was 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 uh, was out and about. Add like fifty. Let's say add fifty five years. Right. He'd be pretty fucking old. And which would be kind of cool though. It'd be kind of cool seeing him being like a. Uh, like a, uh, I guess in this case, he wouldn't be much of a master, but he would definitely be at that master rank. Right. I mean, look so, at Luke and what you call it. He's like fucking what? ancient. <laughs> yeah. So I could I could see Calcasta still being in. The, yeah, that would be really cool. Because uh, I know like because I know the episode nine episode nine is gonna be definitely it's definitely gonna be like the like the war like the whole war thing the like the final battle. So they're gonna be gathering all the rebel, all the uh, res- all the members of the resistance together. So it'd be kind of cool if you if you actually saw the mantis in that line of like a bunch of ships together. Mm-hmm. That'd be really fucking cool. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely be really uh, cool. Because technically, because technically, Fallen Order is canon. Right. So Calcas is, is it does exist as one of the few remaining Jedi in in the in the the canon universe. So. Unless the next game shows that he was killed off. Oh, you know what? That 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 probably could be it too. And maybe, maybe so. he's Ray's ancestor. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Maybe, or or maybe that, or or maybe Cal is fucking. Uh, maybe Cal is his dad. Her her dad. Ooh. You know. But then we've seen his dad. Her dad. Where he's not ancient. 
I like sixty something. Well, what are you talking about? We didn't see it. We didn't see her, her father for her parents. Didn't we? I thought no. we saw her, saw him in the first. What am I thinking of? What are, What are you thinking of? I don't know. There was some Star Wars game where, or movie, where your dad was like. What was I playing? Was that Force Unleashed? I th- maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're, I, I think maybe you may be confusing timelines now and yeah, canon I'm versus fucking, legends. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking splicing the universe right here. But what That's we okay. need is Keanu Reeves as Revan. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's what we eat, need. Just eat planets and shit. No, you're right. right. But you know, but you know, but you know what else is more forgiving drowned in the force? What? Our sponsor anchor. They are more forgiving because you know they're they're here for us. Yes, always. they are. And let's we'll take a short break and and to give you guys how Anchor has uh, given us the tools to be able to continue the podcasting scene with you guys out there. So yeah, uh, that was it, right? Was it? Yeah, are I you think sure? so. I th- I think so, <laughs> but if I want to if I want to give my final my final uh, thoughts on Fall- Jedi Fallen Order, um, combat is great. It's smooth for the most part. Um, the story was was new and refreshing. Definitely, mm-hmm. the fighting is the fighting was also re- the fighting mechanics between let's say between like the boss battles between like the ninth sister and also the second sister. Those mm-hmm. are also really cool too. Fighting other like lightsaber fighting in other lightsaber fights. Oh, and also mm-hmm. uh, Terran uh, Malakos. He was also really cool to fight as well. Um, he was a former Jedi turned turned dark side dual dual bladed. Oh yeah, dual wielding lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, opponent that was really cool i couldn't use any force abilities on him because he would just fucking brush it off like a fucking fly so well, i have to use my actual vader how'd that feel oh man vader i could get one i only got one swipe out of him <laughs> and then and then i went straight to the cutscene because like there's no fucking way i'm about to fight vader right now because i was not expecting that i was i was actually really genuinely surprised i thought they would just you know kind of cameo him as like a little background thing but no he mm-hmm. he went in full force during this fucking Inquisitor uh, match, so surrender now. You will be wise to surrender. Like, yeah, probably. Cal Kestis, you fucking mad lad. You, yeah, you, you fucking you, ginger <laughs> mad lad. You'd be the one to be fucking, uh, be curious about fighting a dark lord. But then again, I don't think he knows. He, he I don't think he knew anything. Everyone about Vader. knows Darth Vader. Everybody no, knew Darth not Vader. Not Cal. Cal Kess was the only one. When he, when he showed up, he was like, "That doesn't look good." And then Sierra was like, "It isn't. That's him." She was the only one that knew. Oh, well, and uh, and, the, and the Inquisitor, because Cal didn't. When Cal was, you know, when he was but a but a but a wee Padawan, he knew nothing about what was going on. So he knew nothing about Darth Vader and all that shit. That's fair. So even he, was he a wee sheltered boy. Because even he didn't—he didn't know the power of the dark side. You know all that good shit. Mm, my dark side is rising. Look how big my dark side is. Ugh. Yeah, but it was really cool. It was really cool that they had a cam- that they essentially had a cameo. Well, it was more than a cameo. They had a—they had fucking Darth Vader full on in mm-hmm. in the fucking game. And it was funny because Darth Vader is actually a scanned as uh as a scan data in the game. Uh huh. And part of the the the, tactic, the tactical guide, and one of the one of the tactical guides when it came to Darth Vader was like, 
um Don't just run him. yeah just run there's no uh over he, he's he's too powerful so the best best strategy is to run away <laughs> like, I, yeah I w- i'd be nice if there was like a secret ending where it's like if you like get through the bullshit and somehow beat him oh okay. like <laughs> you get you like sh- his you get like his lightsaber or something i don't know or his fucking camera crystal cuz i, I kind of wish i had the red the red camera crystal cuz right. you get you get all the colors um oh if you guys are curious uh when it was time to change my kyber crystal color i went with purple cuz i mean purple's the best color let's be honest yes it really is it was it was it was magnificent all knowing that because it was a good homo- homage to the late mace windu cuz i also tricked out my lightsaber with a lot of electrum plated uh, uh, uh-huh. with the electrum plated material just to show how much of a badass i am cuz at least in star wars lore again someone out there correct me if i'm wrong um, for for I'm missing deals. Electrum plated, the oh, electrum itself, the material, um, was only was never really used in lightsaber materials other than between Darth Sidious and also Mace Windu. Um, only right. reason only reason was because electrum was it was it was a gaudy material. It was you know it was too showy. It's essentially gold, gold plated, right. and right. you know you had to show some sort of uh, humility when you were a Jedi and all that shit. Darth Sidious, Darth Sidious used a bunch of it on his lightsaber because you know he's a he he's the Senate. You know he has all the resources to to use electrum in his lightsaber hilt and all that. He so said, he had that bitch. Look <laughs> at my fucking saber. I am the tits McGee. And Mace Windu used his uh, used Electrum in his lightsaber to show his power in a sense. So, like he himself is also a badass, and he will kick your ass. <clears throat> in the same time, just because I mean, he himself was was one of the more powerful Force users in the Jedi Council, both being able to uh, walk between the the light and the dark side of the Force, mm-hmm. only to be bitch slapped by one of the most emotional of the Force users. Right. But that's okay. Because I honored his, I honored his legend with my own electrum plated lightsaber, along with that grape flavored kyber crystal for you. Gold and purple, baby, fucking pimping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh oh. Do, do you know? I I don't know if I ever told you. Do you know the reason why uh, Sam Jackson wanted his lightsaber to be purple? Why? Because I don't. I I don't know. If this is confirmed, but I read around saying that the reason why he wanted his lightsaber blade to specifically be purple because he mm-hmm. actually made a request to George Lucas because like hey can I have can I get my my, my lightsaber purple well, George Lucas was like no nah, we only got green or blue for green the good blue guy. and he's like no nah, I want my purple and after much negotiation he finally got purple and the only reason why he got purple was because so he can point himself out in the movie theater <laughs> that's why yeah, that's fair. like if you were talking to friends or showing friends the movie, he would be able to point out the purple lightsaber and be like, "Yep, see that? That's me right there." You know, granted it was all CG, but he would still be able to point himself out in the giant, in a, you know, in a large scale battle between a bunch of Jedi's. Right. So. I mean, I agree. That's important. You know, why not stand out, right? Right. But purple being but, the iconic Kyber crystal I mean, color. I mean, people have like, like, where are the people with like white sight, white lightsabers, black lightsabers, shit like that? Like, oh, why? well, the dark saber, the dark saber is a Mandalorian thing. Is it? Yeah. It's... Well, they get the cool stuff. I mean, of course, the Mandalorians are cool. Don't. What if there was like a Jedi, like a like a, a force sensitive Mandalorian? I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's anything like that in canon. I think there's something like that in Legends, definitely. Because the whole dark saber thing, the dark saber itself is actually a, it's a um, refurbished uh, lightsaber. 
mm-hmm. that was used as a that was used as a uh, monarchy tool to like signify the next leader of the Mandalorians. So it was pretty cool. It was like a giant like. Uh, it wasn't the samurai sword, but it was it was definitely much more flat. It was a, like a flat sword, right. uh, than your it was usual the same, like, it was, uh, right? Instead of your usual like you know plasma plasma tube laser sword, so it, it was, was a really, was it a vibro sword? No, it wasn't a vibro sword. It was it was literally a hilt, and then it would spit out a black blade out of it. That's, it was really cool. That's fucking cool. But see, like, I feel like Star Wars is like. Like they're not, they're not, they're they're scared. They're scared to go to that cool route. Like I don't know why they keep being like, oh, you know, this. I'm like I know they're trying to be like this is a space opera. It's supposed to be all you know story driven, but like, right? Give people something, you know. Like well, fucking what Kylo I... Ren got his cross guard saber. Like oh, that yeah. was cool as fuck. Like, so you're trying to are you trying to say like they should be more creative with like their tools and shit? like give me like all right if you if we need to be realistic about it sure like i still stand by the notion that rent that ray should have at least had a double blade lightsaber i mean she may just get it in this last movie just because her she fighting might. style is her fighting style is what a staff yeah like she could have had a staff saber those exist we've seen them in mm-hmm. i don't i don't think they've been in movies but i've i know i've seen them in somewhere maybe in the uh, swator but then that's not canon so uh star wars the old republic not that they're weapons you can use but i know mm-hmm. i've seen them somewhere mm-hmm. but, like that would have been so cool but you know they just they're i feel like they're scared to innovate which is, I mean, I get it. It's. I mean, with the recent. Have to be careful. I mean, with the recent, uh, with the one trailer beforehand, when it showed like dark, I don't. Did you did you see that one part of the trailer? It was like, there was a vision of like dark ray, and she had a, she had a double bladed lightsaber that folded that folded in half, and shit. Oh right. Yeah. So there's that because those suddenly do exist in canon too. The um, the Jedi guard, the Jedi temple guards had those specific type of lightsabers. They were double bladed, oh. but they would fold in half and shit. Right. So. I mean, yeah, it definitely does suit her fighting style. So, cause in in a way, maybe this might be her that that might be her uh, her finishing her training. Cause when Luke, cause when Luke finished his training, he had a whole new life, he built a whole new lightsaber for himself. You know, the, with the whole right. green kyber crystal and all that. So this maybe this is her journey of making her fi- making her final lightsaber as well. It could be like how, like how Cal Kestis was. He he started out with a single blade of lightsaber. Then as he went and discovered his kyber crystal, he went and made a double bladed lightsaber like his master, because his master was a double bladed uh, lightsaber user as well. Mm-hmm. So, because suddenly he was only trained in single blade, but as he went right. on, he could use double blade and dual wield at the same time, technically. Yeah. I only, I only wish that double blade was actually a, a an actual separate function. Because you know, it's not actually a fun- it's not actually a separate fighting style. It's just a it's a force ability. What to dual wield? Yeah, to dual like because the way it would work is that it would you would split it would sp- he would split the lightsabers in half, do his double double bladed, uh, you know, he he dual wield uh, attack move, but then he'll put it back together. So it was just mm-hmm. it was just a uh, an action move. It wasn't necessarily a fighting stance like the double double wield or double bladed, unfortunately. That's weird. Oh well, but still. They need to. They need to innovate. I think it's time for innovation. We've all well, no. seen the old ones. We get it. Well, I think that's Give it, us... though. What? Because I, I think the fact I don't think they're afraid to innovate, but I think it's because of the fans. 
I'm okay. I'm not about to hold. I'm not gonna do the whole fan bashing thing that a lot of people have been talking about. And also, I'm not gonna try to defend uh, a lot of questionable choices that Disney has made when it comes to the comes to the new trilogy. But if you want to compare, um, if you want to k- compare a few things, you're on. A lot of people are always gonna complain about one thing, right? Like, let's say for example, The Force Awakens, Episode Seven. When that came out, people, people, a lot, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, excuse me." A lot of people were saying that The Force Awakens was too similar to uh, A New Hope. Like it had very similar themes. It had, this sim- it had a similar story. You know, oh, we had a big, you had a big laser ball you had to destroy. You know, yeah, you had very similar, similar um, points in the movies that mirrored a lot of A New Hope. But then when The Last Jedi came, it's com- it was completely different in the story structure. It had different things. It had different kinds of um, elements that made certain characters a lot different than who they are. Because you know, in terms of their character arc. Um, mm-hmm. it also had it also introduced a new force ability in canon uh, called force projection that Luke was able to do. Right. And uh, what else? It also had it was also completely it also completely went completely different a different route uh, in terms of its storytelling compared to the Force Awakens, and people still complain about that because it said they people were saying, oh, it's too different than Star Wars. This is not Star Wars enough, or this is not Star Wars. I mean, but like, so what like, is Star Wars? Like, yeah, it's, exactly. Is it just boring? Like, oh, you know, hey, kill the kids, the then, force, run away, or because, is it like oh, I got a fucking lightsaber? I'm in space and I can shoot, like, I can shoot literal force out of my hands. Because that was that was the whole know. thing with the prequels. The the prequels are like, oh, this is too different, too new. A lot of a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't like the prequels because it's it's. It's not Star Wars. People like the original because that that was Star Wars. But then the new like. ones, oh, the the new one, oh, the uh, the Force Awakens. That's too much like the old ones. When are you gonna get, when are you gonna give, give us something different? Last Jedi but came the out. Force, hey, this, wait, 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 wait. You're saying the Force Awakens was too much like the old ones? Yeah. The old movies? Yeah. When he was doing all the bullshit. <laughs> what are you saying? Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. What are you? Force Awakens. Force episode Awakens, seven. right? Yeah, episode seven. I'm thinking Force Unleashed. God, I keep going no. back to that. Force <laughs> no, yeah. Awakens, right, right. The Force, yeah, the Force Awakens episode seven. They're saying, oh, We're it's too much like right, right, it's right. too much like Star Wars, like the old ones. When, when are you when are you gonna give us something different? Last Jedi came out. Hey, this is too different. Stop giving us some new shit we have to deal with now. You're bullshitting us. And then like, there's there's no middle ground. It's it seems like they want. It's kind of like they want a remake of like the old ones, but at the same time they don't. But then at the same time they want them to innovate and do something new with Star Wars. Well, here's the thing: you can't please any everybody, yeah, so exactly. just please yourself. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what I I'm, I'm sort of in, in between this whole thing because there's been a lot of like flack between like Star Wars fans and like um, the actors and actresses saying you know saying like oh, some some Star Wars fans are kind of like toxic and all that, and then some Star Wars fans are kind of like hey, they're calling uh, our fans toxic, so there must be assholes too. So there's there's a whole weird dynamic between like different kind of people. I'm kind of in the middle. I objectively like Star Wars for what it gives me, you know? Mm-hmm. Give me a lightsaber, give me give me Mandalorians and give me the Force. You know, that's basically what I I kind of grind off of. Now am I am I not enough of a hardcore Star Wars fan? Am I do I does my opinion not does, does my opinion not count because I'm not uh I'm I, I'm not elite enough, <laughs> I guess you'd say. Cuz no, you're not elite enough. Because you know, it's just like with the anime, it's like with the whole anime community. 
there's gonna be a bunch of there's a whole bunch of elitists, you know, old timey Star Wars fans from like the ninth from 1977 that watch the originals and trash on the prequels and then continue to trash on the new generation. And then there's also like I mean, that's uh, just the, how it goes though. But then there's like the prequel people that like me. I grew up with the prequels. That was my generation. I, I love mm-hmm. the prequels. I also and I also, but I also love the original because I, I like to know what happened after three. But then there are people like me that oh. Who grew up with the prequels? Who say the originals are boring because you know they're the 1970s. Was like, it was much more slower paced. It was more kind of classic, you know that kind of thing. But then, you know, yeah. Then, but then you have this new generation from seven, eight, nine, which is our kids technically. You know, it's it, technically Star Wars has this. Star Wars has the same. Um, what is it? Age range. The only thing is, it's a different generation of ages. You know. 19, mm-hmm. 1977, it was our parents. 2001 through 2000 and, what is it, 3 or 2005, it was us, you know, our generation when we were growing up. Now, seven, you know, episode 7 through 9, it's going to be our kids. It all kind Look, of it all kind of blends is- down to, like, you know, Star Wars, doesn't, Star Wars hasn't really changed much in terms of its audience. It's targeted. It's targeted audience. It's just a, the fandom around it is a little bit. It's a little bit picky. I want to say. I don't know. What, what do you? What do you want to input on this? I'm just saying. People are always going to be picky. You can't. There's no <laughs> like. There's no pleasing people. Like I said, so just do what you want. No, oh, yeah. And I mean, for... like I said, what you want is. Uh, new sabers. Cool well, yeah. shit. That'd be kind of cool, like cool gadgets and shit. Right. That'd definitely be really give me, cool. Give me, give me fucking, give me John Wick in space. <laughs> Come on, hey, do it. Oh, hey, just do the Mandalorian, it. the Mandalorian drone. There you go. Watch, the, but just, like, get, just make watch him force sensitive. Make, make him force sensitive. sensitive. Oh my. Yes. God. <laughs> like, imagine a force sensitive Mandalorian. He's no, got no, his no. fucking jetpack and a lightsaber with his gun. Like, that'd be so cool. No, no, I'm, I'm all for that. That would be just, that would be fucking badass. That's a, like, I will be all for that. That'd definitely right. be something I would go for. But then, like but drum, but the drum, the longtime the, fans won't be won't appreciate that because so the Mandalorians fucking, are not a. They can <laughs> suck my metachlorian infused dick. Fucking imagine he's got his fucking ray gun and he like Sith lightnings his gun and like overcharges and he fires like a fucking like a rail a laser rail gun like that'd be so fucking cool or like he fucking like like instead of like a regular saber set black saber it's like oh look at him look how cool he is look just make it anime Star Wars that's what I want. I just want stupid bullshit to happen. Make it serious, sure. Like, but like, make it like, you know, like, yeah, maybe it's a, you know, they, I don't know, maybe there's another Order 67 and fucking now we're killing all the Sith. Or, or, or this new Mandalorian dude's hunting all the Sith. That'd be so cool. Oh, actually, no, Jaron, you're right. No. There was a man. There was one Mandalorian that was force sensitive, and it is canon. Uh, Tara Visla. She's the one that made the dark saber. She was the only Mandalorian to ever be inducted in the Jedi Order. But then again, but then after that, after she passed, uh, or is it he? But yeah, but era, but after Tara Terry Terry Vista passed, um, yeah, after he passed, there was no other Mandalorian that was ever brought in because no other Mandalorian was uh was force sensitive after after him. So yeah, he had a 
So he had a dark saber. He had a unique black colored lightsaber during the time as a Jedi. So he was the first. He was the first Mandalorian that was force sensitive, and he had a black lightsaber. That'd be cool to bring him. Back, to bring him we in. We could bring that back. It's cool. Or maybe like, like a people descendant. People want it, right? We can get huh? a descendant. Of, maybe we can get a descendant of Terra Visla. You know, right, right? Like, like get, breathe new life into the series. Give us that stupid, over the top Michael Bay shit. <laughs> like, I, like, I feel like there's a potential here. Like, don't make it cheesy like Michael Bay. Like, make it serious. But like, give when we when we have our fight scenes, I want shit to go down. Like, I want to <laughs> be like, wow, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, they're, they're swinging their swords. Wow, that's cool. I want to be sitting there like I'm fucking watching fucking John Wick, where it's like. Oh, like oh yeah, it's all it's completely simple. He's just killing people with a gun. But the way they artfully make all the fucking fight scenes in that movie, do it for Star Wars. Like so, you pre- so pretty much what you want is the Mandalorian, but he's force sensitive at the same time. And he's John Wick. And he's John Wick. Well, well, the Mandalorian is pretty much like John Wick. He's just he's a, he's a badass in that in that okay. regard. That's why uh, I'm saying it. So a, a force sensitive Mandalorian or a force sensitive the Mandalorian. There you go. Just give us what we want, and then just end the series. But Jerron, in Star Wars, fans don't want that. The, the real fans, fans, the fans. The re- you know what? The, the fans, real fans the, don't want that. <laughs> the fans, the, the fans are gonna fucking. I do want to watch this, even though I'm gonna watch it like three times just to tell you what's wrong with it. I the fans. Fuck the fans. They can suck every dick. <laughs> no, don't care. Well, care about your fans, but don't care about your fans' opinions. Well, don't don't care, care about them a little bit, but like don't care about the ones that hate on that that hate the the two hate just to hate, you know. There is constructive criticism, and then there's haters. Yeah, exactly. So, see me for example, Pete. I would want to consider myself objectively a Star Wars fan when mm-hmm. it comes to just enjoying the the franchise and enjoying the series in general. Mm-hmm. Like I will I will give us criticism, but I'm not about to hate on it just because I don't happen to like a certain aspect of it, you know, like. I don't know, like, why is BB-8 round? That's not how Star Wars droids are, you know. Like, I'm not about to like nitpick on small details like that. Well, they're just they just need another mascot. That's all. Oh yeah, I mean, again, like BB-8 is like a uh, Jar Jar of the prequels, I guess. Right. And then the Ewoks were the ones in, uh, well, R2D2, and then the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Right. So, but yeah, again, it's generational. Not every generation is gonna. The same generation is not gonna like the new shit that comes out, you know. I mean, you're right, but that's why we need fucking. Uh, that's why we, that's what I'm saying. We need the we need the stupid anime bullshit. Like, just do it. Don't be a bitch. Well, you know, that's that should be every uh, that should be every um, every uh, uh screenwriter's idea now. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. I mean, the the there there's there's a lot of talk about like how um after the after you know episode 9 comes out, they're they're going to make a whole new trilogy of Star Wars with a you know, a whole different cast, a whole different story in general. Like pretty much starting mm-hmm. fresh, you know? Cuz episode 9 is going to be the end of the entire Skywalker saga cuz you think about it, the episodes 1 through 9 has been about one fucking dude and one fucking family. Right. So, well, like... it'll, it'll be the end of the Skywalker saga cuz in in a way, I feel like the Skywalker saga held it back a lot from being creative because you had to stick to like what was introduced back in 1977, and also right, with the prequel storytelling aspect of that. So once this is over, we can get a new, fresh take on the Star Wars galaxy. You know, the whole universe. Right. 
Like maybe like 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 you said, maybe we'll maybe we'll come and count. Maybe we'll they'll do like a like a flashback like, series of like the old Republic. You know, have have Terra Visla come back as the the Mandalorian Jedi, and see him kick ass or some shit like that. You know, new I mean, character. Even if it's not Terra Terra Visla himself, just make like. Like you know, legend foretold. You know there, you know there was a force sensitive Jedi at some point in time, whoever. But now he's like, he's like, but now he's like a great. He's like in the same vein of the uh, great Jedi, but he he leads the Mandalorians now. But like, he's not attached to either the Sith or the Jedi, but okay. he is force sensitive. Or kind of, or kind of like how the um, remember that cinematic I showed you of one of the Old Republic cinematics. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, the one the the newer one where uh, it was the two the two kids. Yeah. So and then like, so kind of like, like one was light side, one was dark side, but instead the light side one became the dark side one. Yeah, I mean he tr- he had he was pretty much testing both of them. From what it seemed like right. he tested, he was trying to test both of them to see which one was the better, better one out of the two. Right, and well, so. they discovered Mister. Like shit, like Man, but shit right? like that, right? Yeah, like that was like that could have been an entire Star Wars like movie, like right there. Like that would have been movie. cool. Yeah, that would have been like a whole solo movie by itself, you know. Like, but like they're just. I feel like, well, yeah, you like you said, they're. I think they are tied down to this whole Skywalker thing. Like once that's over, we can have some cameos from before, maybe. But like, I definitely would want to see more new stuff come out after the Skywalker saga, you know. Like if we want if we want to stick with Ray, that's fine, you know that's you know that's fine. She's an established character. Give her some actual fucking character development. I don't think she really had any. Like make her a Sith, make her yeah. dance with the dark side, similar to Anakin. But like yeah. she like she, I mean, she instead of has... like falling into it, she just. I mean, she essentially the has this, she essentially has the same kind of like Sith background. You know, she had a parent. She had no parents to help her out, or her parents abandoned her and all that shit. Right. Um, she's recently discovered that she's force sensitive, and then she doesn't have a place in the universe. So why not, you know, make her own place by being a Sith or some shit like that? Right, like she make like make her, cause she cause they keep saying like, oh, you know, Jedi are supposed to be passionate. You know, they're supposed to be blah blah. blah. Like make her passionate as fuck, but like not like Sith passionate, where she's like, I got, I got to take everybody over. It's like, no, I am like, the paragon of fucking justice. I'm a fucking beat your ass. <laughs> Or something. I don't know. Like, right. You know, but you know, you, but you know what I mean. Like, we don't have no, to yeah, make I it so don't. fucking edgy. I mean, that's Star Wars, though. It's supposed to be edgy, but oh, I don't know. Think I think the, Star the, Wars the, is really edgy. The prequels were. I don't think the 1977 ones were the old ones. Think they weren't as edgy. It. Think, think about think about Luke Skywalker, not, uh, Anakin Skywalker, as a whole person. He is edgy oh, yeah. as hell. Well, yeah, he's edgy because that was the prequels. Yeah, he was. It was, it was about him growing up, being essentially space Jesus. He was, he, he was. Uh, he, no, that's what it is. Because apparently, according to her, according to his mother, she was. Uh, um, what is it? Conceptualized, or what is it? What's the whole thing with the Bible? Um, Emancipation Proclamation? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the Emancipation Proclamation in the Bible. You right. You fucking right. Uh, four uh, score and six five years in the past, we wrote the Bible. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Um, uh, Jesus story. How, <laughs> Jesus. how is Jesus? Uh, yeah. 
Well, well, he was born like Anakin was born without having sex. He was just like fucking Yoda came by and Sith lightning her belly, and she became fucking pregnant. Is that what happened? Actually, well, there, don't there's even, a, don't you even don't you finish that? There's a lot of theories saying that the dark side of the Force or some something like that did influence the birth of Anakin. But no, yeah, in but no, in the actual in canon and also in the movie itself, the, his mother was like he she was just born. She was just you know impregnated. One day, and Anakin was. He was born. impregnated by the Force. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, the middle chlor- the midichlorians. The midichlorians. The because midichlorians he, got her ass. Because they he came was, at, they came at that booty. Because he he was you know he was prophesized to be the des- the he was prophesized to be the chosen one. That's why. So that's why the that's why the Force is like, hey, I'm about to impregnate this lady, this lady with space Jesus. Y'all better take care of him and balance the Force. You know that kind of thing. So yeah, Anakin was the chosen one. So he was born out of the Force. That's how. That's how he was. That's a legit okay. thing. Okay. All right. Because he he grew up, he grew up with no father. There was no father. There was no father in his life, according to his according to his mother. Not until so. Palpatine. No, yeah, you're right. Not until Palpatine. <laughs> Pop- so. Palpatine. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, I I try to be objectively be i i want to be objectively in the gray be in the gray of the whole thing with star wars i just like i like star wars because it's cool is there anything wrong with that is my is my opinion no it could be my opinion not matter it can be be cooler cooler. but all i'm saying and again once they get once they're done with the skywalker saga let's get some new shit in here like you know like the mandalorian is a good piece is a good piece of work in terms of what they can do with a whole new set of characters, a whole new story they can deal with, and a whole new thing with ba- with a, and a whole new meme with Baby Yoda, like that, that, right. that's a thing, and that's been successful, and I've been enjoying my ride every fucking week. Like that's that's something new that I want to see. Like, like uh, what is it? A space western. That's what the Mandalorian is, and it's fucking awesome. I want to see space more of western. that. Ooh, yeah, like it really that. is. It is definitely look cool. Like. I've been I've been wanting to cosplay a Mandalorian for the longest, but I never wanted to. I never found who I wanted to, you know, who I wanted to um, pick. Jango Fett was always my favorite, but then I was like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe he's, he's too basic, you know. But then the Mandalorian, no, he's the one I want to cosplay as. He's the one that I wanna I wanna be a fan of in terms of Mandalorians. And he's also the one I, you want to get inside of. That's yeah, yeah. He's he's the one I want my helmet. He it's his helmet I want to stick my head in, you know. Also, it turns out Django, the the Fets are not Mandalorians. By the way, it turns out. Yeah, in canon, they're not Mandalorians because, uh, technically, they are. Well, they're bounty hunters, but for one thing, they're not tied, uh, by the Mandalorian bloodline to some to any degree. Uh, Django Fett stole the armor at some point in time. So, which I'm cool with. Uh. I'm I'm actually really cool with that. Because Django, like the Fets are still my my favorite bounty hunters in general, whereas the man, the, whereas the, the uh, Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian is my favorite Mandalorian in that regard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it works for me in a sense. Right, I mean, technically, I, I mean, technically, the Mandalorian, the man, P- Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian is not actually a Mandalorian either. He's a foundling in that regard, meaning that he was, he was, uh, he was, he was, he was adopted pretty much. He was adopted by the Mandalorians. So, right. He's, uh, well, as I, if I remember culture. correctly, the man, all the Mandalorians were killed off, weren't they? The well, technically, they were they were killed off during the Great Purge, but then a bunch of them survived. You know, it's kind of like their own Order sixty six, 
right. a sense. But but a few of them did survive, and re- at least in the Mandalorian story timeline, they began to rebuild, uh, re- rebuild the tribe again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a, a, a bunch of them did die. Did die out. Did get killed off by mm-hmm. the Empire. So we'll make them come back and be force. Come on now. Maybe the reason why they, they've been laying low is because they've been cultivating their fucking force. Like imagine if now all the Mandalorians were force sensitive. Like this fucking the fucking mm. Empire would be shitting themselves. Well, at least in the Mandalorian, the Empire's already dead. What? They in the Mandalorian this takes place a couple of years after episode six. So the Empire has been already dealt with. Oh. And the new republic is taking place, but also, oh, excuse me. At the same time, the first order is also being wait, being put wait, together. I thought, wait, I thought um, uh, what is it? Um, I thought in 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 Force Awakens or Fallen Order. yeah, that one, that trilogy. I thought uh, you know, they were I, fucking. The I Empire haven't... was like, oh, look at this dick. Are you having? Are you having? A, yeah. Are you having a, a headache too? Yeah. I'm having a headache too, Jerome, because I did the same thing. The force of, the four. Uh, now, <laughs> Fallen Order. Because see, I fucked myself over, Jerome, by playing Fallen Order and watch the Mandalorian at the same time. Those are in uh-huh. two different. Those those are in two different decades or two different eras. Fallen right. Order takes place five years after Order sixty six. So this is five years after Episode three. That's during the. That's during the rise of the Empire. The Mandalorian uh-huh. timeline is after the man as is after the Empire was taken down by the rebels, and the New Republic is being now the New Republic is in the rise. Mm-hmm. So, the Mandalorian is after Episode Six. Fallen Order is after Episode Three. So they're in two different timelines. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it, it 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 was confusing for me going back and forth because I was trying to reconfigure myself in the timeline to where this hap- where this is happening. But now that I'm done with Fallen Order, I can concentrate on the Mandalorian and its timeline of being after Episode Six, and you know this is before Episode Seven, in this case. Mm-hmm. Now apparently, the new episode, the the, the new episode of the Mandalorian, uh, for next not not this current week, but the the next week before, uh, the Rise of Skywalker happens, there's gonna be a I don't oh I don't know if there's a time oh no there's a sneak there's gonna be a sneak peek of this Rise of Skywalker along with the new episode of the Mandalorian. So I don't know. They might be doing like a little cameo or something, but I don't know. Point is, it's gonna be really cool. And the point is, at least in the conversation we were having prior to this, is that I will definitely want to see more new stuff come out after the Skywalker saga ends. I mean, now, I mean, John, would you were you ever interested in Star Wars at all? I mean, yeah, as a concept, like I do like the idea of the Force. I do like like the lightsabers. I like the whole space. I just like space in general as a, you know, just as a concept, you know, or as a, a concept and exploring that different planets, different things at stake, you know, right. like I do like the whole idea of the overarching, like, oh, the overarching evil has already essentially taken over and it's the resistance coming back to try to, you know, make right. things better. And I do like the a general idea of what the force is like. It's there's a good, there's a dark and a light side and most adhere to one thing. But my favorite part of it, maybe, maybe it's me being a weeb and I like, you know, Mary Sue's that are the best at everything. Like, I like the idea of a character balancing it. Because, like, I feel it's like it can't just be a simple, like, oh, you're either one or the other. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. 
like I like the idea of exploring like aspects of it. What if what if you're you you know you adhere to the Jedi idea, but you're still passionate? Like what if you're like, no, nah, I'm not gonna sit down and just meditate all day. I'm gonna go do something. Right. You know, kind of like Cal Kestis. He's not he's not technically just like straight up Jedi. He's like, I'm doing something. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my own ideas, my own thing that I want to go do. I'm gonna go do it. Or let's look at um. Uh, I don't. I guess I don't really have a good a good example of like a good Sith. You know, um, a good uh... like someone who adheres <clears throat> to the dark side but isn't evil, or like necessarily evil. They're just. I mean, they have dark does, tendencies. I mean, technically, Darth Vader. He's only, he was the one of the one of the only ones that turned turned back. I mean, I guess, but like, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. I, I, there, there's so much of it to ex- be explored, and it has been explored in like non-canon content, where like the Gray Jedi thing, the, 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 the. I mean, I guess you, like you said, the Mandalorian Sith or Mandalorian Jedi thing was, you know, was canon, but it's. No, no, he is like, canon. He is canon. Like it was like, but not in a movie. No, well, I mean, he was canon in um, Star Wars Rebels, right, like the show. Right. right. But it was never actually shown. He was dead or well, long like, dead by the time that happened. There's so much movie potential, but they I feel like they just keep sticking with we have this character, they have some, you know, they just they keep just rewriting the same thing over and over. And that's the thing. That's like that's why I'm saying like I feel like, you know, that's a good thing that episode nine is gonna be like the last of the Skywalker saga. So then they can start mm-hmm. doing new shit. And so. would you now, Jerron, would you wanna So going going past all the Skywalker saga entire, entirely would you want to? Would you want to try to get into Star Wars if it was a completely new experience? You know, none, oh, nothing, yeah. no, nothing to do with the Skywalker saga. It's just like a whole new thing in the Star Wars universe, though. Like one hundred percent. Like I would, I would be one hundred percent on that if it was like, because because here's a, here's some things they need to avoid. Like straight mm-hmm. up. Like I know it's Disney. You gotta make your mascot characters are gonna do that. Fine. Uh, we need. All right. If we look at the main cast of, uh, Force Awakens, we have mm-hmm. Ray. Are on you know our flawless fucking paragon of justice essentially. Mm-hmm. We have Flynn Rider or not Flynn Finn. Rider. That's fucking whatever. That's What's Finn. his name? Finn. 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 Why did I say Finn? You know I like his character. The idea that he was a stormtrooper but he left because reasons. I don't. I don't actually know. I don't remember. Um. Well, he stopped. He kind of. He kind of had his. He got. He got woke <laughs> in a sense. Right. He. He, he could. Right. He became woke up to how shitty the empire was, and like that's cool. Like, like you don't see and, that happen at all in a, in a start in like a in the in the empire army, you know? Right. And you know, like, there's characters from the rebels. There's Luke himself. Like, there's stuff like all that was like terribly interesting. But like, if I had to compare it to like Rogue One, like just the characterization there, it's like it's not even there's no comparison. Like they were oh, just better. Wait, you watch Rogue One? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like there's just there was no comparison. Like, it so was just you, objectively better. So what are you trying to as so, characters? So what are you trying to say then, in terms of like what you what you want what you want out of all this? I so essentially the same thing you're saying. I want new stuff, like just completely not having nothing. To, I mean, Rogue One did have stuff to do with the main story. The whole idea was to get the blueprints to destroy the fucking Death Star, right? Or yeah. Yeah. Uh so 
I get that, but that was the really the only thing tying it to the rest of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Everything else was their own. Right. Like it was all, it was a whole new did. adventure. It was a whole new adventure and I loved it. Now, I didn't like that there were no, you know, there was like one kind of force user. Uh oh, yeah. Uh the Asian dude, Don, like Donnie Donnie Yen and his character there. Right, but like in itself like even then we were exploring a different side of the fucking force. It was like, okay. Yeah. He's essentially a retired Jedi. He's he is force sensitive, but he's blind and he can't really like do the all the cool force shit, but like yeah. he can sense it. He uses it to see. Yeah, like that's much, cool. Yeah. Like give me that. You know? Yeah. Like or there like, was not a lights like there was not a light there was not a lightsaber in sight besides at the end, but you didn't need a lightsaber to like tell a really good story with with new characters. Right. And like yeah, you could say that our, you know, main character and her eventual love interest were a little edgy, but everyone's <laughs> fucking edgy in fucking Star Wars. Yeah. You know, war never changes, Jeron, cuz you know. <laughs> right. Right. But that's fine because it was a new environment. It was a breath of fresh air. There was something else going on other than uh, you know, oh, what am I going to do with the force? This is just have know what you're going to do with the force and then explore it from there. Like, you know, you you were established, and you're not confused about, oh, what is the Force? What is it trying to make me do here? Oh, you know, the Force is this this super vague thing that no one really knows how to explain, but everyone says that's not how it works. And, like, all right, how does it work, you know? What is mm-hmm. it? What does it do? Like, let's get to the, let's get to the, let's get to the bottom of this bullshit. What does it do? Do you just get the push and pull shit? Do you, do you get visions? Whoa! You can look at memories through objects. Wow! You know it's just, it's a really vague idea, and I want it to not be vague. So do you want? So do you want? Uh, would you want them uh, to like explore the I force wanna... further than like a simple story? It's just exploring yes. the idea of the, what the force is. Right. And I just want it to be more people. than a Deus Ex Machina. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I can push and pull people. Oh, I got a vision. I guess we won't do this. Hey, I can, you know, just, I could do this because force. Like, why? Just that, yep, force. <sighs> like, give me, give me something to go off of. Yeah, you're right. I mean, or I may- guess. Maybe there's like a virus in the force. Maybe that's the next one. Like, maybe there's like something's the vi- wrong with the force. Or maybe the virus is the force. Like, that, right. the, middle, the middle chlorians are the fucking uh, uh, virus itself. You know? Right. Maybe we've, we discover like the reason why. That the universe is at constant odds outside of just the human condition is because this, these metachlorians are just because it the force affects everybody from what I understand. Even if you're not necessarily force sensitive, you're still affected by it. Yeah, like fate wise, I guess. But like, you know, someone just takes a step back and thinks like, wait a minute, if the force essentially the force essentially guides everyone, then it's the reason why all this shit's been happening. Pretty you much. Know? I mean, it's the reason why Order sixty six happened. It's the reason why the Sith perished. No, it it was all about balancing light and dark. Right. But like, like let like what if what if we had a group that either used the Force, maybe one from the dark side. Oh yeah, no perfect story. Like maybe like uh, someone from the dark side and someone from the light side come to work together to deal with the Force. You know, I mean, I I guess Ray and uh, Calzone. Um, <sighs> Uh, come together I, a little bit, I guess. I mean, again, I haven't watched. Uh, I've only seen Force Awakens. I okay. haven't seen the other two or other I mean, one. The third one's coming out. In term, I mean, in terms of their their chemistry, 
they're pretty much kind of mirroring each other in a sense where like Ray is sort of more aggressive towards like what she wants to do with her life <clears throat> and with a for- with her force ability thing or with her with her being sensitive to the force she's trying to she's trying to discover what it is what this what her place is in the universe while Kylo is like he's confused as all hell but at the same time he wants to start a new a, a new assist, a new order like, is that what you want to do is that what you're suggesting he want he mm. wanted to start a uh, a new a new generation of like force users. There's no Sith, no Jedi, no nothing like that. He wants something new to just. Okay, well, you know, I feel, himself. I feel that then. I feel for Calzone. Because <laughs> that was actually surprising. That, that's, that's what happened in the Last Jedi. He tried to offer Rey, saying that she they should come together. You know, get was it be rid of the old and start the new. No Jedi, mm-hmm. no Sith, no Empire, no Rebels, no nothing. Just start anew with the, with those two as being the only two force wielders in that in that galaxy. Mm-hmm. But then Ray was like, "Nah, we gotta do something good about the world, about the about the galaxy." And I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what happens. And then war's about to happen in like two weeks. Two weeks. I'm so hyped up. I mean, oh, final we'll, thoughts. Final thoughts, John. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, um, do better, Star Wars. <laughs> Can. We know you can. They just don't. They're just scared to. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Star. Uh, you know. I mean, you know, we're an anime podcast talking about Star Wars, so it's cool. Oh, uh, so, uh, sorry for the, sorry for the, 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 whatever. Me, uh, Jomo dropped his fucking mic. Um, so, you know, we've been going on for a little bit here, so this is the first time I'm going to do the ending plug, so bear with me, guys. Uh, hopefully Jomel jumps back in, or I'll mimic his voice. Either way. Um, uh, see, how does this normally go? Uh, we've been, we, <clears throat> we've been going on for a little while now, guys. So, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're at some amount of downloads because I don't know how to access that. You know, thanks, you know, thank you for always joining us every week. If you're joining us every week to listen to us ramble about whatever the hell we're talking about, uh, uh, look out for that episode 100. We're going to try to do something special for you. Um, uh Jaron, how do you feel? How 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 did you think this episode went? I think it went, you know, I think I think it went pretty I think it went pretty well. You know, it's a good time. All right, cool. Shut up. Um but anyway, uh my name's Jamel my name's Jamel Zakaro. My name's Jaron Gaddis, and we are the wannabe pod the wannabe boo pockets bringing you the latest and greatest game and anime news, reviews, and waifus for lucky. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you next time. Matane.